0: This is Valley Watch, your first choice for public safety news and information. With Phoenix Fire Department Deputy Communication Director, Ali Party. KTAR News, 923 FM.
1: Good morning, and what a hot morning it is indeed. Don't you think, Rob? I do. Yes.
0: (laughs) There was a pause there. Yes. I know.
1: I was like, "Oh, wait. I'm going to talk about my guest." But here we are. We're just starting it strong. It's an early morning as we do record our go-to show here at Ktar. My name's Allie Party. I am the host of Valley Watch, and it's brought to you by our good friends here at Bonneville Broadcasting and. I already kind of spoiled it, but my co-host and just my partner in crime, Captain Rob McDade. Good morning,
0: Alley Watch. That's the new. I love. You that said new it. Phrase. You said it. I
1: didn't. I won't deny it. I like that we
0: can come out <laughs> of that open with that deep voice. I and know, and that's why, why I Alley just, Watch.
1: It's always very casual when I open up the show, and yes. whenever I have someone, it's it's early. I get it, but I'm like starting out strong right out of the gate because I know I've got the cool intro.
0: Well, you do. (laughs) Do you mind if I take the reins here of this beginning? Please. You're the amazing host of this. I'm the guest today.
1: I get to sit back.
0: Our topic today, do you think that the folks of Phoenix, not only are they tired of the heat, are they tired of talking about the heat? We're going to talk about it, but they're tired Mm. of it. So let's try to... go at this in a more fun pragmatic way maybe.
1: I think that's something we can pride ourselves here in the public affairs section at the Phoenix Fire Department is we have a very serious job and the work of Phoenix firefighters is very important and it is paramount that we share that safety information but it's okay to sometimes be lighthearted because I think we're all pretty burnt out of the heat and we're going on like what the 23rd day of 110 plus degrees. I'm now walking my dog at Home Depot because <laughs> she loves her walks, and we're not getting them because it's so hot outside. She's a solid 34 pounds, so I walk her in carrying her because her little paws can't be burnt, but...
0: You don't have the little... No, the, you the booties. The, you ever seen the videos when they put the booties and on the dog dogs for is the first like time? Waddling, and they act like every, on ice? yeah. That's probably my. That happened to me with my dog. Uh, yeah, Piper was like, yeah, no,
1: no, not happening. Yeah, I don't even want to waste the twenty dollars on it because it's not even going to be okay to walk her with those. But we're here today to recap, continue our safety messaging, and just kind of talk about this historic. Heat wave that we've seen, but not only the hot temperatures, the incredible response from Phoenix first responders and you as the lead PIO for the public affairs section. I'll just pat you right on the back. You have probably done more media live hits, 3 a.m. hits. Ride-alongs than potentially ever in your career is that? Uh,
0: yeah, I think I reached a saturation <laughs> point where I was tired of seeing myself on TV. <laughs> that so, says
1: a lot.
0: <laughs> a little background, right? So national news, they were in town. This mm-hmm. was a big story. Yes, it gets hot here, but it was the, the <clears throat> excuse me it was the days we just talked about allergies in yeah. the air
1: the heat it'll yes. get. Yes.
0: <laughs> so we just talked about we know that it gets hot here, right? Cuz we get firefighters say, "What are you guys doing here with TV cameras?" Mm-hmm. Of course it's hot. I think it's it's the duration. Yeah. And it's the not getting the relief at night.
1: And that is just one of the several talking points we've been discussing during these media interviews is we've had excessive heat warnings for 20 plus days now. And what does that mean for the community? What does that mean for first responders? What does that mean for the vulnerable population, pets, the power grid, et cetera? And so as the Phoenix Fire Department, we have seen an uptick in calls. Can you talk about that?
0: Yes, for sure. Yeah. The serious part of this is is this is, this is deadly. This is very dangerous for us to have these extreme heat uh, have the extreme heat for this long of amount of time. Um, I was fortunate enough to guide national media to some of our busiest stations to show the world what we do and how we prepare. And I can tell you that we we first we are prepared, and number two, we've been very busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going on the most vulnerable. We're going on senior citizens that, unfortunately, either their air conditioners go out or this extreme heat is exacerbating existing health conditions for them. Our most vulnerable also would include those experiencing homelessness, right? Uh, The folks that find refuge at uh, bus stops, light rail stations in the parks. Um, We're reaching out. We're working with our heat mitigation unit, which the city of Phoenix has. They're great folks over there trying to change the amount of call, try to change mm-hmm. basically the culture of how do we handle these folks that are mm-hmm. going out there, we're giving them water. So I could say that what I witnessed riding with our folks with the national media was people that were in extreme danger of being overheated. Yeah. Uh, internal temps of 104, 105. Again, we have those rapidly infused IV bags that sit in the ice chase, Ice chest. they are ice cold. We get them into their bodies. We get them out of the elements. We transport them. So, uh, not to be lost in all of this is that our firefighters are working in this heat. So they're they're going on house fires, car accidents, mountain rescues, mm-hmm. taking care of the folks. But they're doing twenty-four hour shifts, and they're getting they're getting calls at eleven at night, thinking, okay, it's 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 eleven at night, but it's ninety-three degrees still. Uh, so I would say that I'm proud of the fact that our I mean, I I always know the hard work that they put in, but to really be back out there on the trucks, witnessing it, uh, made me feel good about our department and where we're at. Uh, The attitudes were were up. I think Mm -hmm. it was just sort of this, hey, we're all in this together. Firefighters know that. I think it was almost becoming a badge of honor, seeing these firefighters wringing out their shirts, putting on new shirts, trying Mm -hmm. to stay hydrated, running 15, 16 calls in a 24-hour period. So uh, it, it was nice to at least showcase the work that we do to the national media. And then the other side of the coin was we had our folks in our community that did are and did suffer through this heat heat wave.
1: Yeah. And when we look at that, we can say confidently because of the amazing work of the Phoenix Fires Data team, we saw through just the, you know, we looked at it in a quantifiable time frame from July 1st through July 16th, the Phoenix Fire Department saw an uptick in heat related 911 emergencies by 20% compared to last year. That's that's pretty incredible it's to pretty see. Pretty significant. And so what does that mean for Phoenix Fire? That means just like you said we prepared for those heat emergencies by extra ice packs on trucks, extra IV bags, those ice beat IV bags now in coolers being, you know, chilled on ice. So when you are running and responding to a 911 call, whether it's heat related or not, it could even just be a car accident or something. But then you're out on the side of the road for however long. How hot is that patient then? And to infuse them with cold IV liquids, what does that mean for that person?
0: It means, the doctors tell us, that's that. remember those IV fluids go go straight into the body, right? Mm -hmm. They don't have to get absorbed into the stomach and then displaced throughout. So already the body recognizes it. It's instant cooling. Um, Emergency room physicians tell us that we can immediately start lowering the temperature, that core temperature in that body, from two to three degrees within five minutes. That's monumental. Think about that. We can go from 103 to 100, let's say, in a matter of minutes. And you combine that with us getting them out of the sun, back of the ambulance, we put those ice packs in their armpits, the back of their neck, in the groin, everywhere where we start that rapid cooling. So it, that's life-saving techniques that we're doing, mm-hmm. and our folks do it on a regular basis.
1: I was just going to say the ice pack thing is really cool because you don't have to be in a heat emergency to start doing those things. Obviously, you're not going to probably do the IV at home. I don't get I, I'm not saying that. But say that you do go and you try to go mow, mow the lawn early in the morning. Well, we know that it is still 96 degrees at 5 in the morning. Your husband comes inside. He's all red overheated whatever get get fluids right away you know the liquid ivs the gatorade water but also there's something to be said about just an ice pack on their neck or in their armpits it sounds so silly but it seriously works like a charm
0: it's amazing grab a grab some frozen vegetables grab Mm. a bag of peas put it under your armpits you know put it in the back of your neck these are, these are areas that we know uh, regularly are conductive for your heat. They're your thermometer, right? Mm-hmm. That's why they'll take the temperature, they'll put it under the the arm for the kids that are worried about it going in their ear and all yeah. that. It's a regulatory area where it'll do that instant cooling. Get in that cold shower, come out, get the ice packs on you. That's what the doctors tell us, and so we know that it's going to work for you at home. Check on those folks again. Let's be doing any of those uh mowing the lawn and all that very early in the morning or Mm. in the evening.
1: We talk about it a lot, and I'm sure the very loyal Valley Watch listeners already know, take a hike and do it right. I think right now we can confidently say as the Phoenix Fire Department that maybe that message is maybe you just don't take a hike right now because we are even seeing, you know, mountain rescues at very early times in the morning. The heat is unrelenting right now. It's not stopping. We've had 20 plus days. Meanwhile, it's still 96 degrees in the morning. Can you talk about some of those types of emergencies?
0: Absolutely. I agree with you. Again, we have, wonder- we have beautiful mountain Uh, preserves that are so much fun to hike. Great views, but do us and yourself a favor. Let's curtail that activity unless it's early in the morning. And I mean get out there at 5 Mm a.m. Have your hike done by 7 a.m. Just last week, we had an individual uh, that uh, went hiking, felt they were in good shape on the Choya Trail, which we know is that east side of Camelback Mountain Mm -hmm. near the Phoenician. Now remember, the trails right now on Camelback Mountain and Paestoa are closed between 10 and 5, right? The gates go down but that individual started their hike at 9 a.m. So you should never be heading out to the mountain at 9. Yeah. They hiked up the uh, the, the Echo Canyon Trail, took pictures, did all that, tried to make their way come back out. down the yeah. Toya Trail. We rescued them at 1 in the afternoon
1: yeah.
0: with them being overheated. And mm-hmm. again, we were. that's why we're there. Call 911. We'll come get you. That's our job.
1: But if these However, are preventable, yeah. It's
0: preventable. And mm-hmm. so that's the, that's the caution. The trails are closed, but we're still rescuing people on the mountains. Luckily, it hasn't been as crazy as it is. No, We really yeah. think that these-
1: We've seen the decrease- the stuff we're doing
0: on the social media and the news-
1: Correct, yeah. Shows and like
0: this are getting the message out, but we shouldn't have had one no, last and, Tuesday. And we and that, did.
1: Yeah, and that's a, a big tip of the cap, and thank you to city leadership- Between not only the executive staff of the Phoenix Fire Department, but the mayor and council and city manager's office who have all advocated and helped get that new law, if you will, policy put into place where those trails do close during excessive heat warnings on those black diamond trails, if you will. But that doesn't mean that, you know. There are plenty of other trails around the valley that are still open. That's because they're not as difficult in nature. Hiking doesn't mean they're still not dangerous when it's 117 outside. And so we as the Phoenix Fire Department just keep trying to share that message of, you know, if you're really going to go out, please go very early. Go so prepared, meaning you've been hydrating with water for multiple days, but you just don't know. You could be the most in shape, and we talk about it all the time. Your dad's 85, and he is in such good shape. I'm not saying he's out there hiking yeah. by any means, but I could go out as a 28-year-old, and I could trip on a, walk, or a rock, and I could need a mountain rescue.
0: Absolutely. So that's why stay off the trails, mm-hmm. even if you think you are, because then you're going to put us in jeopardy of having to put our folks up there. And again, we're trained for this. We're ready to do this but you're asking a lot if in the middle of the day and remember these firefighters don't just do the mountain rescues they're running all the EMS calls the car accidents they just happen to also be TRT so help us help you by staying off the trails make smart decisions we're going to get through this heat wave together all of us
1: Captain McDade it's always a pleasure having you on the program Thank you, Allie. we think KTAR and our friends here at Bonneville Broadcasting for this time. It's always a pleasure being here. We have so much fun. But for all of you listening, stay cool and stay safe, Phoenix.